This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Jen Ruiz. She's a lawyer turned travel blogger, TEDx speaker, and best-selling author. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Roman. Not a problem. So what's kind of been your journey? How did you get to the 2019 you? Well, this all started before I turned 30. I set out to take one trip every month that last year, that my 29th year, um, just to bring in the new milestone birthday with a bang. Uh, I ended up surpassing my goal and I ended up taking 20 trips that year and finding really cheap airline fares to enable me to be able to do that while I was still working full time as an attorney. Uh, afterwards, I ended up putting all my secrets about finding cheap flights into a book and and transitioning from practicing law to actually traveling and writing full-time. I gave the TEDx talk and now at this point I've published three books and I'm working on my blog full-time, uh, Jen on a Jet Plane. That's awesome and I think that's uh, the one of the biggest keys to stopping people from traveling is that travel costs, the, the flights and other modes of transportation. Absolutely. I think so many people um, are prohibited from taking trips, whether it's a short trip or a long vacation, uh, just because they think that the cost is going to be $2,000 just before they even get there, you know, and that doesn't have to be the case. Yeah, I agree. I think me and my wife went to uh, Paris and Iceland. We flew uh, Wow Air. I think they actually went bankrupt at this point. But uh, to Paris, I think round trip, it was like 400 bucks. And to Iceland, it was even cheaper than that. Yes, I'll miss them. I had taken advantage of their $99 nonstop flight to Iceland back when it was still being offered. And I thought that they were a decent airline. Um, so I'm glad that there's definitely alternatives to them and that there's other competitor budget airlines that have come up and allow you to get similar deals. I agree. And I think uh, it, it is important to travel. So what are some of the things that you've learned from traveling and that one year traveling, taking so many trips? either about yourself or things that you've gotten from the cultures that you visited? I learned a lot. I, I learned how to better interact with my surroundings. Uh, this was my first time really traveling extensively on my own. So I learned how to be okay in my own company and find uh, sort of camaraderie and companionship in the people that I met along the way, which was very rewarding for me because it allowed me to make these friendships and these connections all over the world. I had a lot of really unique experiences. I was able to go, you know, into a volcano in Iceland and I was able to go in a, and go in a hot air balloon ride in Albuquerque during the hot air balloon festival. So I had a lot of really wonderful bucket list uh, adventures. And even though it was exhausting to try to manage all of that together with my law career, I found that it was so worthwhile because travel is one thing that you really rarely regret, even if there are challenges along the way and things don't go according to plan, which they almost never do. Um, it's something that you always look back on fondly and think that that was a good investment of your time and energy. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, it's important 
at least for myself, I've taken vacations where it's kind of like the all-inclusive thing. But uh, really going to places that you may have not necessarily visited, you know, regularly and doing some of the things that are outside of those, the traditional kind of tourist traps and really see how people are living. Absolutely. That was one of the things that I found to be the most rewarding. Uh, and what I liked most about basing a lot of my travel on these affordable fares, because sometimes a deal would come up to a location that maybe wasn't on my radar to begin with, but with the good deal that was you know too good to pass up, I was able to put it on my calendar and actually ended up having a great time. Like for instance, Cuba, I had no intention of visiting Cuba. I went to school in Miami. I have a lot of Cuban friends that still hold a lot of resentment towards the political situation there and don't advocate visiting the island or supporting it in any way. Um, so it was a tough decision for me to go there. And when I did, I found that I made a lot of friends there. I actually became very close to a lot of the people that I met there and I was able to go and kind of partake in these day-to-day -day activities that uh, were very fond memories for me and showed me a whole other side of the island than what I'd seen online or through the news. So I, I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, seeing things with your own eyes and then I think it's humbling going to places that people may not be as fortunate as in the United States and it kind of puts life in perspective when you get back what's really important and how we have it uh, so well. And that's with anything. I mean, even if it's something as small as, you know, something that always makes you think of the U.S. when sometimes you go to places and they ration out toilet paper and you don't have it on a roll. You have like little napkins that you have to pull out. And every time that happens, I think so fondly of us wasteful in the U.S. in our rolls of toilet paper that go on for miles. Um, so I think there's so many things that we take for granted here, you know, lights that are on at any point. Or we, we're, we have a very wasteful society, but we do get very, I think, accustomed to these modern day comforts, AC everywhere, just hot water for days on end, you know, like we just get so many things here that we take for granted and that you go abroad and you realize that it's difficult to have it to that same extent. I agree. The, the toilet paper thing is funny. I've been to places where it's kind of like that brown kind of construction paper. Mm -hmm. So at one trip me and my brother took, we were actually like gambling or playing chess for who's going who's gonna to use the good roll that we uh, brought with us. Or even having to pay to use the bathroom. Right? Yes, like, yes. Sometimes, like, I don't have coins on me, and it's too bad. Like, you're going to have to just go out in the street. Like, I mean, they just don't care. A lot of these places, they require you to have that kind of payment just to enter. Um, so I think we take for granted just public restrooms and, and just a lot of these things, uh, which is, it's good. I mean, it's a different culture, not to say that one's better than the other, but it's just, we really do miss those kind of creature comforts of home when we travel, and we are so that much more grateful to return to them. No, I agree. So when was the time when uh, you decided to make the jump from uh, law to full-time pursuing your passion? Well, I decided to do this after I wrote my first book. Uh, and also at the end of that year, I had used up all of my leave time. So it was either uh, make a move or probably be there for the next year without leave as I accrued leave again. Um, so I really, and I think it was just an impetus at this point. I had just turned 30. I was really questioning whether or not law was going to be long-term it for me, whether I was in the right city. I was then in Naples, Florida. And while I really enjoyed the job that I was doing, it was an older city 
city. A lot of people retire there and I didn't necessarily feel at home there. So there were a lot of considerations I was taking and I just decided to take a leap. I really think a lot of people maybe think it through more. They get more of a savings. They they just plan it out better. And I just jumped. Um, I just figured I felt secure in knowing that I had this degree and this ability to make money if I ever needed to. You know, there's a lot of really miserable lawyer jobs out there that I'm sure I could have sucked up and gotten if all else failed um, that pay you money just to review contracts on end for hours, um, but pay a decent, you know, hourly rate. So I really was confident in knowing I could find work if I needed to. And I just jumped. I just figured if I didn't do it now, when I didn't have obligations like a mortgage or children or these kind of other things that would hold me down, then I would never really have this opportunity to take such a drastic leap from law to travel writing has definitely been a big learning curve for me. I've had to learn a lot about online marketing, SEO, you know, how to make monetize my blog and make money as an author and, and you know, really promote them and take a book to best selling status. It's all been new to me. So it's been a big journey and it started all at, at last April. So I published a book March 2018 and then by end of April 2018, I was uh, transitioning. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the main things people are afraid or reluctant to do is take that first jump. And the sooner you do it, the more likely you will, because like you said, uh, later in life, you'll have mortgage, other applications, children, um, things that you, you know, things and people you're responsible for that you can't so easily pivot if you're in a career because a lot of people are depending on you for obviously providing. Correct. So what motivates you to succeed in 2019? Well, now at this point, I think as an entrepreneur, it's been a whole other journey. And I realized that the my success is directly correlated to my effort. So I really have a lot of motivation to do well because it all falls on my shoulders. Um, when you're a blogger, when you're a writer, it comes down to your ability to pitch different outlets or to write enough content or, you know, get land enough sponsorships and all these things I've had to do on my own. So I think I'm very motivated by the fact that I've seen how well I can do and I've seen the fruits of my labor. I've been encouraged by having this success along the way. Um, so I'm motivated to just make it the best that I can and, and really take this as far as I can and see if I can build something that's sustainable in the long term and is my own versus uh, a brand that I'm building for others. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think when it's something of your own kind of choosing and your own kind of child that you've built with your own hands, you're more invested and passionate about it so you have a higher chance of success. Definitely. So what's one thing that you may have struggled in the past that you had maybe as a weakness that you've uh, pivoted and turned into a strength? Oh man, there's a lot of things along the way. Um, so like I said, I didn't know anything about really what I was doing digitally online. And it's such a different world where these skills have become more and more important because so many industries are translating online. You know, law now is starting to be online even, and that was considered so traditional once once upon a time. Um, and so I think that was a challenge for me, um, having to learn a completely new field. And I've, I've pivoted it by accepting that challenge and, and actually being eager about attending free webinars on online or going to a workshop at a travel conference and just taking in as much information as I can. And that's a big difference that I realized and why, how I think that I'm doing the right thing now versus before um, when I think I was maybe just kind of pushing myself down a path that wasn't natural or meant to be. Because whenever I used to go to these law conferences, I would feel very obligated to be there. I would be kind of counting down the times till I could go back to the hotel room or whatever the case may be. And now at these travel conferences, I'm actually excited about the content 
content that I'm learning. I'm taking notes in these sessions. I'm not thinking that the time is dragging or that I'm forced to be there. Like I go of my own volition. And I think that's the difference when you're doing something that you're actually meant to be doing versus something that you're just doing to make it through. No, I agree. And I think that uh, that passion is there. And if you're just doing it or going through the motions or obligated to do something, you may not obviously be as passionate about it. Correct. So in terms of traveling, I know it's a loaded question, but what's probably one of your most favorite destinations that you visited? I have I have many. I, I commonly when I'm asked this question, I say the south of France just because I went during the peak season when the lavender was in full bloom and the sunflowers and it was just sunny and gorgeous and perfect and such a contrast to Paris, which is very crowded and a, and a very uh, fast pace and the south of France was not like that. It was very relaxed. Um, but I mean, I've had so many great experiences. I've just recently rediscovered Puerto Rico and found so many things there that I didn't even know that had there. And I was born on the island, um, but I found pink lakes there and I found a zip line that's the second longest in the world. Um, and a lot of really cool things there that I'm still, I'm, I'm actually going to be going back in August and I'm hoping to rediscover even more uh, just different sites around the island. So I think those are some of my favorite places. Yeah, I think it's important also if you visited somewhere once, don't be afraid to go back again because you'll discover more and more things that may have not interested you in the past or things that you may have not even found while you were there the first time around. It's so true. And, and people hesitate because we have this pressure, especially as bloggers and in the social media sphere to count countries and be the first person to go to every country in the world. And we, you know, people ask you all the time, well, how many countries have you been to? And for me, it's it's more about the experiences. And I maybe I went to a country for two days. I went to Cuba for two days because I had the chance to do so. But it doesn't mean that I wouldn't go back again and explore more and see a different side to it. And I think that people just get really caught up in that race and the numbers that they forget about the experiences along the way. I agree. And I think the experiences and, and memories are what you have left over from obviously a trip or something that you went through. And um, if you're just chasing it just to get that perfect Instagram pic and, you know, follow likes and comments on social, you're never really going to be happy with, you know, that experience or, you know, take away from it what, what it truly could have been. Yep. So what's one thing you can leave with the audience in terms of recommendations or advice, personal or professional? I would say to pursue what makes you happy. So go somewhere where you are excited about the content that's being shown to you, where you are excited to wake up and do what you're doing because life is too short to just go through the motions. And I know that that's easier said than done. I know that people have responsibilities, but there are baby steps that you can take along the way. You know, it took me five years before I decided to really commit to doing a travel blog. And in the meantime, I was kind of writing on the side, doing little freelance things wherever I could, just finding a creative outlet for what it is that I knew I wanted to do. So I think there's ways that you can take baby steps, but don't ever stop pursuing what it is that you really want to do, even if you have to do kind of other grudge work in the meantime, because it's worth pursuing and the time is going to pass either way. And at the end of the day, you're going to feel so much better knowing that you took that risk and that you're doing something you're passionate about. No, I agree. And that's kind of a, a great mindset to have and a very positive one, because I mean, a lot of the times people dwell on kind of the, uh, the small things or, you know, take a negative mindset. So I think that's really important. Thank you. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Sure thing. Uh, you can find me on my website, jenonajetplane.com. And I also am on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all under the same handle, at jenonajetplane. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. 
Thank you, Roman. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.